0: There's a beautiful Sefer, Sefer Kaysi Revoya. He brings over here that there was a Chabad Shluchem that they were in, I think they were from Canada, but they were coming in somewhere to do uh, some Pe'ilut somewhere. So they were in Florida, and they they were on the way somewhere, and they needed they needed gas. So they stopped, they looked for a gas station, they stopped at a gas station. By the gas station, they went into the, it was a big, big Magushim, six foot five guy by the by the counter. And he sees them with the lavush. He never saw, they were in, before any them lived in Jackson, I don't know if they still live there in Jackson. And he sees them and he says, do you mind coming with me out back? So they get a little nervous, what does he want? So they followed him, they followed him out back and he opens the door and there's an old man sitting there. And he says, hey, he wants to talk to you. So they go and see this old man sitting there and he looks to be in his in his eighties, wrinkled. He looks like he went through a lot in his life. The guy looks at them, and he says, "Who are you guys?" So they say, "We're Shluchim from uh, whatever." They said in English, we're, "What a means from the from Crown Heights." So he hears them, and he starts crying uncontrollably. It took many minutes for him to get back to himself, and he gets back and says, "I want to tell you something." He says. I'm an old man, I'm 80 years old. I grew up in Poland and from a Hasidisha shtetl, house, Hasidisha family. I used to look like you, I was dressed like you, Hasidisha schools. I got married, Hasidisha house. And then when Hitler Yamach Shamoy came and he took my family and he murdered everybody my kids, my wife, I lost everything. And I was so miserable. And when I first came to the United States, I came to Williamsburg. <clears throat> and I saw everyone, life going on as usual, people eating schnitzel and whatever. I couldn't handle it. I decided I'm, I'm out of here. I did some quick research. What's the furthest I could get from any Jew? And I found Jackson in Florida, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you. <clears throat> and he married a shiktsa. And he said, and that big, that big magushim guy. So That was his law. That big magushim guy that brought you to me, That's that's one of my sons. <clears throat> So, so why why did I get so emotional? So he said that I don't remember how long ago it was, but not long ago. He said I was up at night, I couldn't sleep, so I took the remote and I started uh, channel surfing. And wh- one of the channels I saw a Hasidish shiju, an old yid with a white beard, and on the bottom there was captions that said, "This is the Lubavitcher Rebbe from uh, Crown Heights talking to his uh, Hasidim." And he was talking about how the Geulah, the Mashiach is going to come, and it's gonna there's going to be a gathering in of exiles, and so on. And he and after saying what was going to happen, he said, "What's the chiddush? Of course, it's going to be the pasuk says there's going to be exiles." He says, so he said, "What's the chiddush? The chiddush is is that to the pasuk the Rashi brings it in and it says, Hashem Hashem's going to return your your exiles.' So it says." Hashem is going to grab the hand of each individual from any place that he is. Hashem like says, says, "I'm going to gather you one by one, each individual yid." So, what's the chiddush? The chiddush is, is that you have a yid who could be out there in Yehovitzville who thought that he he tried cutting all his ties to Yiddishkeit. And he's miserable, and he has a lot of tightness And he tried leaving everything behind and running away. And on him, that's that's what the Apostle talking to. Hashem's gonna come from house to house and grab each year by the house. And he's gonna come for you, you wherever you may be. He's gonna come for you, and he looked at the screen and he said it, and I, I knew he was talking to me. And I couldn't believe it. And as soon as he was finished the speech, I couldn't go back to sleep. And I said to myself, who told this Jew in Crown Heights that I'm here? And who said that? Who told him that I wouldn't be able to sleep? And who told him I was gonna turn on the TV? And how did he know to say those exact words to me? And I decided that uh, I have to change something. The next day I called my family in, and I told them, I said, I told my wife, I said, I'm Jewish, I'm Hasidish. I grew up in Poland, I went through the war. I never told them anything. I told them that you're halakhically, you guys are not Jewish, I have nothing to do with any of you. And they, look at, they looked at me like I fell from the moon, but they felt bad for me. I don't know, I, maybe he lost his mind, he's in his 80s, whatever. So I told them that one day, because I'm Jewish, one day they're going to come for me. Like the Rabbi Yerushalayim said, they're going to come for me, and they're going to take me back with them. And I'm going to say goodbye to you, and uh, that's it. And let me know, if I'm not available, whatever, let, let me know when they come. So it must be that when you guys, he turns to the shaluch, when you guys walked into the to the gas station and he saw you guys and I described when I was telling them that I was Hasidish and what that means, they never saw a Jew, they never they probably never even heard of a Jew. And I described as Lavush or how they look and so on. So he probably thought that you guys were, were coming for me. So he said, uh I want you to meet my father or whatever. So he took you out he took you out back. So they they listened to this story and they were their hair was standing on end as he saw that they were they were being used as uh you know, as porns uh, on a string, uh, puppets. So they just, they canceled their plans wherever it was they were going. And they stayed with him for about a week and they tried to teach him what they could. They put up mezuzahs and v'cholu v'cholu. they exchanged numbers and they stayed in touch for a number of, I don't know how long it was, a year or two. And whatever they could do to help him, bring him closer to, to Yiddishkeit at the age of 80, whatever, 80 something. And then finally, one day they get a call from him and he says, you know, I feel like I really, Baruch Hashem was able to turn things around. And I want to thank you very, very much. And it was as if he was saying goodbye. And kachav, like a week or two later, he passed away. But uh, the muster is, is that a person, no matter where 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 you are, you think you you escaped, you think you ran away, you think you uh, you think you gave up on yourself. But there's somebody that didn't give up on you. There's no way. There's no way. God's not going to leave one soul behind. So don't make it difficult. He's going to come for you. So. Don't make it difficult and try re- reconnect with Travis.